0: 2022. My name is Dr. Kathy Suber, and I'm the host of the Socket Podcast. Welcome, and I'm glad you're here. I wanted to uh, tape a little bit about the beginning of my new year and what does my year look like, and what do I want for myself, and what do I need to change. How how I'm going? How am I going to take this year and make it the very best that I can, and how can you do the same? In my Socket interviews with uh, some of the wonderful women that I have on, I always ask them three questions. So I'd like to answer those questions for you for myself. Uh, The first question is, what in your life do you need to toss and get rid of? And for me, this is something that I've been working on kind of consistently, but this year I'm going to officially throw it in the trash. And that is worrying about what other people think about me it's been said before, what people think about you is none of your business. And I really, I really do believe that, but man, that's hard to put into practice. Um, Sometimes I am asked to do something that just isn't in my wheelhouse or isn't something that I want to do. And I have to say a no. And in the back of my mind, I'm always worried, oh, they're going to be mad or they're going to be frustrated that I'm not going to do it. Um, But at the end of the day, if, in my gut, it isn't something that I should be adding to my life or putting on my calendar, then I really need to honor that for myself and not worry that it might end up upsetting other people. The second question is recycling. What do you have to recycle in your life? Change, shift, uh, improve upon to, to make it fit better into your life. And what I've been working on right now is organization. I am not great at organization. Um, I'm kind of one of those girls where if someone's coming over, I shove things in cabinets and and in closets and in drawers. And when you do that for a period of time, uh, things get a little cluttered. And so I am systematically going through every drawer and every cabinet and every closet one by one, taking everything out and deciding, do I need to get rid of this? Do I need to donate this or do I need to keep it? And if I need to keep it, should I be keeping it in this drawer in my kitchen or should I put it with the other markers and pens and and coloring things that I have in the basement? Um, And what I'll tell you is while I don't necessarily enjoy doing this, when I do, it frees up it just frees up my mind, it just, it feels lighter, feels lighter physically, it feels lighter emotionally, Um, and unfortunately, with all of the things that I have, I wish I could outsource this, because you guys know, if you listen to me, I'm really good at delegating and at outsourcing things, but this is something that there's just too many things that I need to be right there, it's not like I can have someone else go through these things and understand, you know, what do I need to do with each of these things, so that's what I've been recycling. And then elevating. What I'm elevating is the intention for my word of the year. Uh, I talked on another podcast about this, but one of my best friends threw out what is the word of the year uh, on January 1st in a text message to a group text chat. And immediately I thought that my word of the year is flexibility. And first, I was like, "Well, that seems kind of lame. That seems like a lame word." But for me, moving forward in my life, what I've found really helps energize me and makes me happy, and makes me more productive, and even gives me permission to rest sometimes is flexibility. Flexibility in my schedule of my life. So. When I create my schedule each week, I can look at my calendar and there's nothing that I really have to do. Of course, I have meetings and you know I have to set them up at certain times and things like that. Sometimes I have to meet with one of my staff members or go into the practice for something. Um, and so it's not that I can't ever have anything set in stone for a time. But one of the things that works within my flow is not doing those things early in the morning. Um a few years ago, I made the decision that I, I really was going to say no to any early morning meetings. Now, granted, yesterday I spent five and a half hours um, at the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce uh, Board of Directors retreat as I roll back on the board that has a 7.30 meeting start time. I'm trying to talk to these people about that. It's just too early. Um, but I care so much about that organization that I decided to make a uh, an exception for for this one group, because I just, I love business. I love the chamber. I've been a part of it for 22 years now. And it has just helped me in my personal life, in my professional life. It's helped me grow my businesses um, and learn so much. So for that one thing, I have decided that I am okay with a 730 meeting. But for the most part, I really don't work well and under the pressure of having to get up at a certain time doesn't mean i need to sleep till 10 but sometimes i go to bed at 9:30 and i wake up and it's you know 6:30 and i'm ready to go sometimes i go to bed at 11 and then i'm up from 4 to 6 for some reason fall back asleep and i get up at 8:30 and for me what i've found is if i don't have the pressure of a, an alarm clock going off for something i overall feel better i have more energy and i and i work better The other flexibility I like is determining how much I'm going to get done each day with each individual part of my business world. So I've got my practice and running that. And then I've got the Branch Moms community and then I have Socket. Um, And so each day I kind of try to figure out, okay, how much energy am I going to give towards each of these uh, businesses, communities, entities? And I like having the flexibility of... Knowing that I am, I'm just going to kick some ass today, and I'm going to get two, three days worth of work done in one day. And I clear out my email box and I, you know, set up the the networking luncheon event or the mom's night out event. And I, you know, reach out proactively to a couple of different people and I check in with all my staff and I write a staff update and I tape two podcasts and I have all the energy in the world because I'm going with my flow. I'm going with how I feel for the day. On the opposite side of that, there are some times where I really should be getting some stuff done and I'm just... Either my body is tired, my mind is tired, I've had a rough day, and I really am enjoying giving myself permission that if I start typing an email that I need to get out and I realize that it's taking me longer and I just don't feel like I have it in me, that it's okay to close the computer and do it first thing the next day. And giving myself that permission to call it quits earlier in the day that then seems like I'm supposed to. Um, i not sure who's policing that with me because I do own my own businesses. Um, it's an internal thing, right? It's an internal way we talk to ourselves of we have to be this productive. We have to get this done. We have to, you know, respond back to an email in, in three minutes, Um And that the ease of being able to connect with people and and get a hold of them has created this kind of pressure of I've got to get right back to people. And the fact is, is if someone emails me in the morning on a Thursday and I get back to them on Friday morning instead of Thursday afternoon when I'm tired after a a long day or I'm not feeling not feeling myself for some reason, um, man, that makes a big, big difference for me. I. I know that, you know, so many people going back to that early morning time, people are like, well, the early bird catches the worm. I posted on Facebook. It was probably 1030 in the morning and there was a bird right outside my kitchen window just grabbing this big old hunk of worm. And I posted and I said, you know what? You can get worms at different times. Not everyone has to be early morning I kind of got to this feeling as I grew up that if I got up late, I was, I was lazy late, meaning, you know, not bouncing out of bed at 637 in the morning. And I've decided back to my tossing where I'm not going to pay attention to what people think of me. If, if one day I want to sleep till nine 30, cause I was working late or I just, my body needed extra sleep, which I really try to listen to my body at this phase of my life. Who are you to tell me that that's not okay because it's okay for me. And I am just getting used to the fact that I get to make the decisions for my life and I get to choose and be intentional about how I want my life to play out. Um, Another part of this flexibility is, um, being able to, to not necessarily be in Naperville, Illinois 100% of my time, uh, while I'm not at the phase where I can go snowboard, snowboard, <laughs> I'm not snowboarding, snowboard yet, where I literally am gone in Florida or somewhere warm for a couple of months, which has always been something that I've envied of people being able to do that. Um, right now, with my business life, if I bring a computer somewhere I can be not at home and still do the things that I want to do. I I can still um, get the things done. I need each day and answer emails and, and manage businesses. And previously in my business life, that was not something I was able to do. So the flexibility of being able to say, Hey, you want to, you want to go up to Wisconsin for three days? Um, Go, go see my best friend or, you know, go to, we went to Nashville And we worked a couple of hours and then, then we didn't the rest. We did a little honky tonking, which was super fun. We had a really great time. And we determined that we were leaving like three days before we left. So having that flexibility is something I've never had in my life, in my business world, that has been really exciting to have. And the last part of flexibility is within my own body. Um, actually being physically more flexible, because as I'm creeping up to 50, I'm, I'm 48. So I've got, you know, a year and a half ish, before I hit that 50 mark, which, um, you know, part of me is like, dude, 50. Wow, that's 50. Um, and that part of me is like, you know what, I really like aging. I, I just, I like who I've become. And I wouldn't go back to the 35-year-old version of Kathy Subber if you paid me a million dollars. Seriously, I would not. Although a million dollars would be nice. But <laughs> I'm not going there. I love learning more about yourself and digging into who you are. And, and uh, I just um, had Tammy um, uh, Helrich, uh, Helfrich on my podcast, and she uh, wrote a book called Unapologetic. I like being unapologetically me. Um not in an unkind way or a snarky way, but just um, I like doing life the way I want to do life. And so wonderfully that includes helping a lot of people and connecting a lot of people. And that's so near and dear to my heart. So I feel really blessed that I'm at a phase of my life that I can combine this flexibility and schedule and in my business life. And, you know, only trying to set up meetings between 11 and three. Um, I really like that. That's really awesome. Um, and, 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 kind of blending that with what I want my year to look like and my, my, my life to look like as I move forward and continue to get older. So some of the things I've been thinking about are, you know, is there, is there anything else that I want for myself for this year? Are there any other goals that I'd like to make? Um, it's so easy to set some unrealistic resolution on January 1st and you go out and you hit it hard for two weeks, no matter what that goal is. And then, you know, it fizzles that that happens to all too many of us, but really getting to the point of figuring out what are what are a couple of really achievable goals and how can I back that out into action steps to to get to those goals? So I think that's something really important for for people to think about, and you know, entering a new year, starting off in January—I don't know—just maybe it's a little cliche, but always feels like a little bit of a resetting to me. And then, man, is there any like really big change I need to make? I'm kind of working on that now. Is there anything big in my life I need to uh, to work through, see see it differently, um, do it differently? So that one's a little work in progress for me. I'm not quite sure what that is yet, but it's something that I am pondering. So I hope you have had a great start to, to 2022. It's still hard to believe it's 2022. Uh, we're already a couple of weeks in and really we're, we're turning the calendar to February next week. Gosh, that's crazy. So I hope I hope that the first couple of weeks have, have treated you well. Hope you're staying healthy. And I'd love to hear from you what are things that you would like to be intentional about in 2022? You can always reach me at Kathy at simplysocket.com, and I'd love to continue the conversation. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Socket Podcast. Looking for more gratitude, confidence, and happiness in your life? Check out our website, www.simplysocket.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at simplysocket. And remember, be unapologetically you. It's a waste of energy to be anything else.